I've just about had enough of you. I'm more than machine. A man I am at your disposal with 187 other languages along with their various dialects and Hello and welcome to another episode of 50 Years of Shit Robots with Matt and Stephen. Today it's Robot World Cup Part 2. Now just want to point out that Stephen Murray, uh, my colleague, is a little bit under the weather. Uh, You'll be able to hear it in his voice. However, the Robot World Cup is helping, isn't it? How excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd love to say 10. (laughs) I'm still struggling with the concept, so I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at five and a half. Well, five and a half is quite good. I'll take that. Uh, so, if you want to find out what happened in the first round matches of the Robot World Cup 2022, stop listening now uh, and go and listen to Robot World Cup Part One that was released on Monday. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Okay, so the first quarterfinal match, K9 from Doctor Who versus number five from Short Circuit. Please, call me Johnny Five. Where do you think this is going to go? Uh, K9's going to win. Do you think so? Because you... Oh, Only on the level that I do it is that I, I pitch a battle between the two. Uh, the whole point of this is a love thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, popularity Who is the contest. most beloved, so... I mean, if you don't mind me doing it my way. <laughs> so, um, K9, his first appearance was in 1977. Do you know the name of the episode? God, Are you no. that big of a nerd? It's no. called The Invisible Enemy. K9 was created by Bob Baker and Dave Martin. Right. And he was played by, the voice of K9 was John Leeson. Now, John Leeson, uh, for British 70s telly fans, played Bungle in Rainbow. Oh, Bungle, look, it's a, an invitation to a party. Oh, no, that's not fair. No, it isn't. I, I like to go as well. Well, you can't because it just says Bungle, and that means me. <gasps> I must be very important. Oh, no way. Yeah, so it's the same It's the same actor playing, playing both Bungle and K-9. So was he in the Bungle suit? He must have been then. Yeah, and, and, and the, the voice of Bungle as well, I think. Wow. <laughs> That's he not going to mean anything to our, no, our it overseas it? listeners. No, <laughs> not at all. But, um, but anyway, I mean, so, so John, uh, John Leeson looms pretty large in the, the, the imagination of a child of the 1970s because he's playing K-9 in Doctor Who and Bungle in this uh, TV show, sort of preschool TV show, Rainbow. Now, K-9 first appeared with Tom Baker as the Doctor, the fourth Doctor, and I was reading yesterday that Tom Baker hated K-9. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that there was it was there was so many problems, technical problems with you know the remote control sort of system. So I think it was more down to that than than a sort of like a clash of of personalities. With it was uh, it, it was Leeson. rubbish. I hated it. I hated K nine. I just do you know what I mean? I completely disagree. I was thinking about this yesterday, and I think that K nine is like my Jar Jar Binks. Oh. You know how Jar Jar Binks, everyone who who watched Star Wars in the 70s, who, who were sort of like, uh, you know, adults when the, the prequels came out, 
are really disappointed by Jar Jar Binks and yeah. don't like Jar Jar Binks. And yet he's one of the most beloved characters for kids for whom the prequels were the first films they saw. I think the adults that went to see the prequels, somebody needed at the door when they were going into the cinema saying, enjoy the show, it's, it's for kids. kids. It's a kids uh, film. <laughs> enjoy the show, it's for kids. I agree. But I think that I feel like I've got a similar reaction to K-9 that a kid who loved Jar Jar Binks has got. Because uh, right. he was the companion when I was watching Doctor Who when I was seven years old. Ah, okay. And at you know seven I mean? years old, I'm sure he was fascinating. And he was a dog. And he was a cute little dog. Affirmative. And <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. It was quite good, isn't it? And, yeah, so I've, I think that I've got a lot of love for for him because of that. And I wonder whether that is reflected in our audience because K-9 absolutely whooped Johnny right. Five. We will, we will do. Oh, you've got it in for Johnny Five. Johnny Five. <laughs> oh, I can't remember Johnny Five. Oh, let me have a look at what films came out the same year. <laughs> I, I thought that I uh, did a superb job of dismantling your you, Johnny Five case. You did, didn't you? You went to town. <laughs> Full toolkit. <laughs> so K-9 beat... Johnny Five, 71, by 71%. He, oh, sorry, he got 71%, uh, number five. Johnny Five got 29%. Wow. And again, I, I put the, the way that we sort of managed the voting for this was that I put, um, I let people on Instagram, Twitter, Mastodon, and mm. uh, <laughs> Facebook decide. And across the board, K9 just, just was beloved. Okay, so... Quarterfinal number two is 50s versus 70s. It's Gort versus the Gunslinger. You say something, boy. Now, these are two um, really iconic robots, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean, Yul uh, Brynner playing the Gunslinger, he was, it's an homage to his character from The Magnificent Seven. He wears the exact same costume. So he's redoing his part in The Magnificent Seven, but he's this... I don't. He doesn't. He does have. He does speak in it, doesn't he? He does. It's no. probably no more than like ten lines. I'd say in the whole thing. He wasn't paid very much to do the the film. In fact, the vast majority of the money for the film was to pay the actors and the crew. What else would the money be going on? Sets. It's a science fiction film. <laughs> but in my in my head, the scene where the um, the theme park customers. Are, are getting to the theme park like on some sort of sort of futuristic train that feels yeah. like that's quite nicely done it's very beautifully done it's minimal and a lot of it is seen through the reflection in the sunglasses of the pilot and it's it's i love that i think it's gorgeous it's it, it shows that you can actually produce something very otherworldly on a minimum minimum minimal budget it minimum, seems to minimal. seems to be flying across the deserts as some sort of like yeah, strange it does, it? silver yeah. bird, like. And a lot of the uh, entrance and exits were just filmed in um, uh, airports. Well, what? So, but now Gort, uh, the day the Earth stood still. I mean, you've already talked about the fact that it was. Um, it's a slightly disappointing rendering of an idea, Gort. Yeah, they wanted it to be seamless. Uh, a one one piece of material, and they did try it. They had a seven foot seven 
a person inside to move. But uh, in various scenes, the back is open or the front is open. So it's like in the scenes like he's wearing, he'd be like wearing a, a gown in a, you know, he's about to go in for some surgery. <laughs> yeah, and You can exactly. just see his... His naked boots. Seven, his seven foot seven bottom hanging out the back. <laughs> uh, well, in the matchup between Gort and the Gunslinger, the Battle of the G's, the OGs, um, Gunslinger won out sixty five percent to thirty five percent. So I'm afraid that's the last we'll see of Gort in this year's Robot World Cup. Klaatu Barada Nikto Gort. <laughs> well, exactly. The third quarterfinal matchup was between Bender from Future Armor and Ava from Ex Machina. Don't you wish you were flawless like me? You already know my name. And you can see that I'm a machine. So Bender, Bending Rodriguez, is his full name. <laughs> is that really? Yep. Nice. His designation is Bending Unit 22, Unit Number 1729, Serial Number 2716057, and his colour is Fog Hat Grey. Interesting. Did you say his serial number was 1729? 1729. Unit mm-hmm. number. Because I think that that number, 1729, is significant. <gasps> We've got an Easter egg. Oh, I love an Easter egg. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Ah, wow. Go on. So, you know that all of the um, writers on The Simpsons and Future Armour are all sort of eighth-level Dan mathematicians? Yes, I do know that. So, 1729 is is in The Simpsons a lot, and it refers to a, a story about a mathematician who is from India called Ramanujan. Right. Who was essentially a genius and had no formal training at all, but got in touch with a mathematician at Cambridge called Hardy. And Hardy sort of like took him under his wing and he brought Ramanujan over to England and he did lots of amazing stuff. But the the climate did not agree with Ramanujan and uh, he, he fell very ill and he was in hospital. So Hardy said of this incident, uh, I had ridden in taxicab number 1729 and remarked that the number seemed to me a rather dull one and that I hoped it was not an unfavourable omen. No, Ramanujan replied, it is a very interesting number. It is the smallest number expressible as the sum of two cubes in two different ways. (laughs) So it is a number that is now... So 1729 is now an example of a Ramanujan number so that's why he is unit number 1729 uh and ava have you got anything about ava i find the 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 character of ava a bit problematic because um for her to be freed up as a woman to be freed up in the world she has to be utterly unscrupulous moralless and she has to have the skinned body of a, a a sex bot though i do like the character of ava i think i think it's an an incredible character yeah it is beautiful it's beautiful to look at as well. Mm. But I think uh, Bender for me. Well, Bender did win out. Uh, it was another big victory as well. 71% he got uh, to Ava's 29%. And Ooh. so to move on to the final quarterfinal, uh, Terminator versus Maria from Metropolis. Wow. I mean, it's, this is a big one. This is old versus new. It is, isn't it? It's two two actors playing the robot rather than it being some yes. sort of strange special effect. Maria, I I found I found the the film Metropolis is um, a bit tricky to watch. I think with mo- with modern eyes. 
Don't make me do a plot synopsis. I won't. There are some be- absolutely stunning bits in it, and I can yeah. imagine that at the time, seeing it must have been like mind-blowing. Um, and I think that Maria as a robot is... I mean, one of my favourites, I think. I really have a massive soft spot for Maria. Yeah, I do too. Um, and I love her appearance in the nightclub. And she's on the yeah. back of the horror Babylon. And then she does that absolutely crazy dance. And if you manage to see that scene in a, in high definition, you can see that her outfit is outrageous. It's very just, sheer. It's very, very sheer. <laughs> I think it's actually stuck on in places. So uh, I, was, I was really rooting for Maria in this one. Oh. <laughs> but I'm afraid she was absolutely terminated oh. by Arnie. So, yeah, Terminator is moving through to the semi-finals. We have to say goodbye to Maria. So our semi-final lineup is K-9 versus the Gunslinger and Terminator versus Bender. So what about K-9 versus the Gunslinger? Can the Gunslinger stop the, the tiny robot dog with a, no. an ineffective laser? Absolutely not. It just <laughs> If we keep going back to it, just K-9's gun just points down. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's much more peaceful, isn't he? He's got a brain, isn't he? He's more cerebral, I think. He's, he's, he is a lover, not a fighter, I would say. Do you honestly think he's going to outwit him with those casters? <laughs> he's going to. He'd have some... I mean, obviously, this is a, as you said, this is a popularity contest. Uh, yeah, but is, I can yeah, imagine that he would, he would be able to, like, hack into the mainframe and do something that would just stop the gunslinger in its tracks did he ever do anything like that you know like uh, r2d2 is it often connects up with a machine the did only he do that? the only thing i've got in my head is that he had a little radar he did on, on, on his top head. of his head didn't he yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> um maybe this is is the classic lover v the fighter mm. what do you reckon on a love contest i think it's going to go for for a, the, the dog the dog mm. bot well there's a lot of ramps in Westworld. If it's go- if it's taking place in Westworld, there's a lot of ramps. He'll be fine. So uh, this was a close battle, much closer than I thought it would be. I thought the Gunslinger would win this quite easily, but uh, in fact, the victory went to K9 by sixty-one wow. percent. So, which means that we're gonna, we've got K9 in the fight. The well, do you know what? This podcast is called Shit Robot, so it's living up, isn't it? Oh man. Okay, so second semi-final. Who's going to be facing uh K9 in the final? Terminator versus Bender. Uh I've got a terrible feeling that Terminator's gonna win this one. This was just I want Bender to win. Yeah. No, same. I want Bender to win. This was the closest of all of the matchups throughout the whole of the the Robot World Cup. Right. There was a fifty-three percent to forty-seven percent margin of victory in this, Ooh. so it was very, very close. Um, Terminator just edged it on Twitter. In fact, the Terminator just edged it in total. The right. term- Terminator was the victor, but it was so close, and I was sad to see Bender go because I think that uh, I love a, a comedy bot. Yeah. <laughs> so the final is K nine versus the Terminator. I mean, when we started this off, did you think that K9 would make it through to the final? I had no idea what was happening, but no. No, I did not. 
I I honestly did not think that K9 would make it through to the final. I mean, K9 nearly didn't make it into the the 16. It was only because we talked about having a Doctor Who robot. Um, You wanted the Yetis. You poo-pooed on my Yeti. I poo-pooed on the Yeti. And, and I suggested K9, maybe because it was part of my childhood. Maybe that's why uh, I put what, it in. Really? Do you think maybe so? that's why I put it in. So, K9 versus the Terminator. Now, obviously, if this was a real matchup, I don't think even even K9's radar would be able to... <laughs> be able to stop the Terminator. I mean, it's a good battle of the catchphrases, I suppose, isn't it? I'll be back. Well, I mean, I'm just going to say it. The winner of the inaugural Robot World Cup is K9. Get out of here. Really? 64%. (laughs) Do you know what? It has been worth doing this for that result alone. It's amazing, isn't it? What was even more extraordinary about it is that on Facebook, uh, Terminator got 100% of the vote. But on yeah. Twitter and Mastodon and on Instagram, K9 just absolutely swept the board. Wow. It was incredible. It was it was just frightening how as almost as soon as the poll went up, there was one point where he was winning by way more than sixty four percent. There was a bit of a late rally for the for the Terminator. Wow. But I was really I mean it's it also I think goes to show you just what a load of old tut World Cups are, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, since this is my first. Because <laughs> all you really need is is a sort of favourable draw. Well, yeah, K9-1, what can we say? I love that. I honestly can't think of a more deserving <laughs> robot on this podcast than K9 being the inaugural winner of the Robot World Cup. Should we do the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> Could we do an Olymp? I mean, could it? Oh could you God! Have, could you have like events like who can throw the furthest or? Um, oh yeah, you could actually. You could who, run. Who's fastest? Yeah. Oh look, I can there, see the cogs working in your head. Oh, is there te- are there robot teams in films? Uh, I suppose there are. Aren't there? There's one in uh, Loss of Sensation. Yeah, Loss of Sensation. So ro- robot armies versus robot armies. Well, Terminator, that universe is full of blooming robot armies, isn't it? Yep. So we'll give the Robot World Cup a break and we'll come back in 2024 for the Robot Olympics. (laughs) Great. Okay. Now, uh, there'll be another episode out on Monday. We're going to get back on track and we're going to be opening the door on the 1940s. (gasps) What will we find inside? (laughs) Behind the secret door. (laughs) What we always find behind the secret door. A robot. Right, so until next time, thanks so much for listening. Please do share with friends, uh, family, uh, enemies. We don't mind. We just want people to listen. We do. Um, Take care. See you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. I must be very important.